Yellow. This is All Out and I'm your host, Aja Smith. Celibacy update. I don't know how long it's been, but still no dick, no dates and the energy is high. You know what's been really weird is that now that I'm like not having sex or going on dates or anything, I don't know what it is, but my sex drive has completely dissipated. And you know, what is it called? Um, is it like Hinduism where they, they're like you're closer to your dharma. I don't know if that's correct. Oh my god, please don't fucking come for me. It's like when you remove something from your life that like you become more connected with like the oneness of the universe or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Don't fucking ask me. Yeah, celibacy check. Going strong, going good. But the longer that I don't have sex and the longer that I don't go on dates, the less that I'm wanting to. And it's kind of not scary, but like also to the fact of it has me really thinking about having sex again and almost in a sense like in my brain I'm overthinking sex already and I haven't even had it but I'm already like man I just don't want to have sex with just I mean before I didn't want to have sex with just anybody anyways but now even more so I'm like ew oh my god I don't want to have sex with this mid looking guy I don't want to have sex with this random ass guy especially I don't know like before too especially when men would go above and beyond and do like crazy things want to do crazy things for me and be like oh that's so hot I would want to fuck them and now I don't know what's changed in my fucking brain where I'm like the a man could literally give me the world and I don't I still it doesn't make me want to have sex with them and I'm just not horny that's so weird I'm just like in my own vibe juju dancing maybe like I need to work on it as time passes my vagina is not talking to me the energy is just fucking weird. So I thought I would update you guys with that since I told you um, a while ago and I didn't mention it last week. No dick and I have to be more at peace and I think that I am vibrating at a higher... <laughs> I sound like those crazy TikTok people that are like, you're just vibrating on a higher frequency on a different dimension on the 5D. And because you're on the 5D, things are manifesting in the 3D for you. Speaking of fucking TikTok really quick, do you guys, for those of you who are not on TikTok, don't fucking get on it. This shit is just so fucking addicting. And it's where I spend most of my time just mindlessly spending spewing my brain, running in circles. There are TikTok tarot readers. And if you spend um, in the entire time watching one TikTok tarot reading video, it'll push out more TikTok tarot reading videos. And I ended up taking a pregnancy test last week, even though I haven't had sex in I don't fucking know how long. Um, this tarot reading... <laughs> I feel so stupid and so embarrassed to say this, but it is what it is and it's true and it's what I fucking did. This TikTok tarot reading video came up and it was like, it was like saying something and it was like, I'm seeing like a child here or I'm seeing like you could be pregnant or there's somebody around. And then I was like, well, last week I was supposed to have my period. And like, you guys know, like I said, fucking last week on last week's episode, if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. Towards the end of the episode, I was saying how like I had a fucking two week long, massive, like basically it felt like my ovaries were coming out of my body type of period. Anyway, so then last week I was supposed to have my period. I didn't and it was super dry. And then I saw this fucking TikTok video and I was like, why would the for you page and the algorithm push this out if I wouldn't be pregnant and like, you know, just to be safe. So then I went and got a pregnancy test and yeah, I'm not pregnant. I don't know shit like that freaks me out though I'll look at that and I'll be like you know there could be some truth to that and also (laughs) 
I went fucking thrifting this week. I was, you know, feeling a little down, been, you know, trying to process some things to take my mind away from a particular situation. I decided it was a great idea to just, you know, spend more money, you know, because it makes me feel better. There's nothing more. People ask me what I like to do. People ask me what my fucking hobbies are. I like to spend money. I like to go on walks and I like to spend money and I like to enjoy nice things. I don't know what to say. Like some people are like crafting and yeah, I like to fucking craft and shit, but like spending money is just fun. Um, so yeah, I went to spend some money and I thought that, hey, I'll go to a couple of my favorite places. I'll go to the one Goodwill that I like. Um, I go to the fucking Goodwill. As soon as I walk in, I was already feeling a little bit good because I had went to a thrift store before this and I had picked up some really cute things and I walk into this thrift store and there's a Depop girly and for those of you who fucking don't know about Depop, I don't know how you don't, these bitches will go to fucking thrift stores like Goodwill and buy a pair of like, I don't know, like Levi jeans for $5 at the Goodwill and then go on Depop and sell them for $50 or $100 or $150 and be like, vintage Levi 501s, extremely, extremely rare vintage, whatever fucking... I walk in and I'm already having a vision of some things that I want in my fall wardrobe. Then, you know, I feel like all of my favorite pieces in my closet are usually ones that are thrifted, like buying really good basic pieces that are good quality and then buying unique thrifted pieces that nobody else has. And then I want to keep it for a lifetime. I walk into this fucking store and this fucking bitch has an entire cart full, a whole cart full of good shit. I'm seeing long silk maxi skirts. I'm seeing, she, she, and she like makes eye contact with me. This bitch makes fucking eye contact with me in the fucking store. She looks over at me and she's holding up this like super fucking badass leather jacket with like all these fucking pockets and like really cool silver hardware and I'm looking at the jacket I'm looking at her she looks over at me tell me why this bitch cracked a smile I already seen the cart full of really cool fucking shit that I wanted and something in me was just like (laughs) this fucking bitch And I wanted, I genuinely, there's things like this where I was like, I should trip this bitch, huh? She deserves a gentle curb stomping to the fucking head. How dare you? How fucking dare you? And I know that she wasn't going to wear all that shit. I knew that she was going to sell all that shit. Fuck you, dude. I get that some people do this. And you know, I've been going to these uh, thrifting fairs recently where there's like a bunch of cool booth setups and I get that some people do it for a job, but then there's like these fucking just bitches that will take all the shit from the good shit from Goodwill and resell it and then make it super fucking expensive. And I want to fucking put them in a fucking chokehold. It's like, if you're going to resell it, resell it at a decent fucking price, dude. Really fucking enraging me and yeah she had all these fucking cool tattoos and she was also wearing the doc martin loafers with the fucking mini uh the ankle fucking socks on that i wear so i knew we were reading the same language but when i go fucking thrifting i don't fucking go to to buy shit to resell it on depop and then you know all the cool shit's taken fuck you bitch oh god it's like i'm just trying to fucking enjoy myself and buy some cool fucking pieces fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you in your ass um, update on the dating life. Um, I just told you that there, I hadn't been going on any dates, but you know, periodically I check my dating apps and made a profile. It's just kind of fun to go on there. So, you know, 
I was wondering about this a few weeks ago. Why the fuck is the male following going up? Why the fuck is the male following going up? What am I doing wrong? What is attracting men? You know what I didn't realize? And I put this on the all out Instagram stories because I rant on there. And if you want to fucking listen to that shit, you can go follow it. All out Aja is the Instagram. But I get on hinge. Deep breath. And I have about 40 minutes. I mean, not to sound like a fucking whore bitch. Um, there's probably over like, at le- there's probably at least 150 messages. Um, hadn't checked it in a week and a half. Um, and 40 of those messages are from men saying that they listen to the podcast. And that's terrifying. And you know what's even, <laughs> even more <laughs> terrifying? And I didn't realize this because I have my regular Instagram linked in my hinge So then people will go and find me on Instagram. And it's like, okay, cool, fine, whatever. They're taking the extra energy to go find my Instagram. You know, that makes you stand out, one. But then not only are they doing that, and I've had multiple men message and say, hey, I've listened to a few of your episodes now. You're kind of funny. You're kind of like, you're kind of like charming and like uh, charismatic, like, like I, like I kind of like, I don't even know how I could listen to And I'm like, I'm sitting here impressed. Like how the fuck are you listening to me talk shit into a microphone for an hour long and multiple episodes at that? Men are so, that's like crazy, right? I would not do that. So on the dating app, about 40 of these messages are men saying, <laughs> I listen to your podcast and, and it's make, it's all making sense now. And then there's men that do not follow the podcast Instagram account, the All Out Aja Instagram account, and they are consistently every day checking my podcast Instagram stories because I'm also a psycho bitch and I'm, I will definitely check everybody who views my fucking story. That's n- not every day and not all the time, but like, like maybe like... I don't know, once a day at the end of the day, I'll go check and see all who's like viewed my story. Not always, not on my regular Instagram. There's too many fucking people. And like on these men's dating profiles, I'm kind of like sitting here wondering at times because on their dating, on men's dating profiles, I'm like, do you actually like women? Because some of their like uh, descriptions and things that they're saying, they'll be like, we'll get along great if you watch sports or you're a fan of the Packers. Do you like women? Do you know what women like? Do you think I give a shit about sports? Do you think I give a shit about college football or basketball? No. Why the fuck would I? I said this again on the podcast Instagram, but if you look hot, ladies, it's just so interesting because if you look hot and you're weird as fuck, they eat that shit up. And you know what also is if like for me, for instance, I'm very outrageous. I'm very like kind of very out there. I say some raunchy shit. I post some raunchy shit, like, you know, and I really express myself. And you know what I've noticed? Okay, we're going to get into this like um part into authenticity again because we didn't last week. But one thing that I fucking noticed is that a man that is going to that is like secure in themselves and is going to really like you is going to want you to express yourself and be yourself even on the fucking internet. Um, because I've only found that insecure men are the only men that have a problem with things that I post or, you know, that we just see different eye to eye. But 
And another thing that I've been doing, and, and it's like too, um, for men that are now listening to this, um, you fucking bitches, first of all, <laughs> now all is welcomed here, peace, love, and light, but yeah, no, women are only welcome here. <laughs> One thing that I've been doing too is that uh, men, we all know that men do not like it when you ask for their astrology, and they're like, I don't believe in that stuff. I don't give a shit if you believe it or not. I still fucking asked for it, so give it to me. And it's a great test to see whether this man is going to be even open to learning or trying new things or being okay with something that they don't even agree with. Like, red flag right there if they're like, I don't believe in that or why? What what are you going to do with it? And you know what? (laughs) I was going on dates with men. I would ask them for their astrology and then I would do a synastry um, with me and the person. And then I would only go on dates with them if I got like a good sinistry report. And let me just tell you this, ladies, men and ladies, I am stopping doing that because every time I've done it, it's gone horribly wrong. It's gone horribly wrong. And I've only managed to get my soul crushed. Um, so I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. So it doesn't really matter what our astrology says. I just want to look at it. I just want to fucking see. And it's a good way to see if you're going to be like, hmm, I don't believe in that. Women are crazy. Blah, blah, blah. Just fucking do it, you bitch. Um, but I've been asking them. And I think that some men, they get scared because they're like, what, what does it all mean? And they think you're like a fucking witch. <laughs> because before I was like babes if it's not in the stars if we're not aligned in the stars we're not going on a date and or they're like does it mean that like does it mean that like I'm gonna be like famous or does it mean that that I'm gonna be like a good person like can you tell that I'm a narcissist from my astrology chart can you tell that I fuck oh my god speaking of fuck I went to go see the bodies 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 movie with Pete Davidson that movie is so fucking funny dude you guys have to go watch it I'm not even one to promote movies like that but you guys oh my god also speaking of movies Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles they're fucking done and over Harry baby Harry baby you might be a little stupid you know I thought I was a little stupid and then I watched that fucking interview of him as like you know what it is it feels like a movie and that's what I really I was just like, oh no, baby, you are a little, you are sounding a little, little dumb, but that's okay. That's okay. Not ever, you know, we can, we can always learn. We can always grow and learn. And, you know, he, you know, he started young, you know, so he didn't have to get like higher education or challenge himself much. That's okay. Um, we can work with it, but, um, Harry, I'm right here, baby. I've been waiting for this. Our astrology, oh, by the way, guys, if you want to know, I think I said this in one of the very first episodes, um, Harry Styles and I, astrology, he's the only ever person that I've got a 10 out of 10 with. And Harry, if you're listening, I know you're fucking not, but um, I do believe that Harry Styles and I will go on a date and we'll be like madly in love for at least six months. Like it might only last six months, but I do believe it will be at least six months. I don't know how we're going to meet, don't know how it's going to happen, but I do believe that it will. Yeah, but they're fucking over. Thank God. I was like there for a while. Like it's kind of weird, but I was like <laughs> getting Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde updates on Twitter and it would piss me off every time I saw a picture. I was just like, he belongs with me. What's that Taylor Swift? Oh my God, that's another thing. If a man reminds you of a Taylor Swift song, 
you need to fucking get him out of your life immediately. I had that um, life-altering moment a few days ago. And I was like, I I don't know what made me listen to Taylor Swift. I really don't listen to her anymore. But uh, I I, I was listening to her and then I just started thinking of certain men. And I was just like, you know what? This is a clear sign that these men are just not supposed to be in my life. <laughs> yeah, but back to the astrology thing. If a man knows his sun, moon, and rising, you need to block that man. You're, you're blocked. If you're a whore, just say that. If you're a whore, just say that. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, I love women. Because, you know, that man only knew his information because of a woman but at the same time you know that shit right off the bat Mm-mm, you are not the one for me no. <laughs> no 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 you are a skank whore if you want to know that's another test you could ask him in just even ask him hey do you know your sun moon and rising and if they know it immediately off the bat you need to block that man immediately and then another sign you need to, like, just not associate yourself with him anymore is if he's like, no, like, I don't believe in that stuff. I don't know what that that stuff is. Block. <laughs> you're gone. You're, <laughs> you're done. You're disrespectful as fuck. But I do, okay, so I do want to get into, like, this thing. So you guys know that this summer I was in Italy and I'm trying to move to Europe. And Jesus fucking Christ, if there's anyone out there in the universe listening... Please give me a sponsorship. I will pop a pussy lip and spread my asshole all the way apart to get fucking sponsored. I'm killing myself over here. I don't know. It's kind of hard. Yeah. So I was in Italy this summer and I would travel on the weekends or whatever. So I went to Berlin. And oh my God. First of all, Berlin, like it, like everybody there was like dressed in black and kind of like just super edgy and high fashion and like all not high fashion but like I don't know they just look so fucking cool but you know how you go some places and you can feel like energies of a place Berlin definitely was like who somebody said this I saw this somewhere was like they described Berlin as like sexy poor like poor but sexy as a, as a city. And it was like, there was graffiti everywhere. There was trash a lot of places. There was like, just like metal fences everywhere. It was very open. It reminded me of America because it was very like spread out. Like the roads were bigger, sidewalks, buildings were farther apart. Just kind of like, it reminded me of American city. Um, but it had like a dark energy to it. It was kind of like, I don't know how to describe it. Kind of like a, it's almost like a gloomy day and a Nirvana song was the entire vibe of the city. And I think the whole time I was there, it was gloomy, except for like right when I was leaving to go back to Italy. So I guess that Berlin is known for like their clubs and techno and they're very sex positive and very, it's a very creative city. So, you know, I went to a sex club. As you, I mean, that's totally on brand for me. Why would I not go to a sex club? Um, and if before you fucking ask, no, I didn't fucking have sex with anybody. I'm not trying to have like an STD. Would I? Maybe eventually. Maybe. I don't fucking know. I feel like I would want to go to a sex club with a partner. Maybe somebody that I was newly dating or maybe somebody that I was dating for a while. I feel like a sex club would be a really way, really great way to like bond closer with a partner or to like spice things up with a partner. Um, so let me describe it to you. So basically... 
it was okay first of all I went with like a group of girls and it was so much fucking fun and before we went like we knew that we all wanted to go to this club it was called Kit Kat and I guess that one of the girls that I went with she knew somebody that lived in Berlin so we went and visited her that day and she was like giving us some tips of like what to wear, what to expect. And at this club, they had a um, like kink of the night. Like some nights they would have scat night or piss, like a piss night where like you would pee on people and like, um, or like a massage, like a foot fetish night and people would give you massages and stuff. And every single night there is a um, theme of like what to kind of wear. You don't have to go to that go on that theme and I think the night that we went it was like a circus disco circus theme or something of that but the girl that was living in Berlin that my friends knew she had given us a recommendation to go to this like latex store and this is another thing like again I feel like there's no stores like that here in America like you could probably only find that in New York City or maybe a couple places in California, but you would have to order it online. But there was this like a lingerie, like latex store. It was so fucking cool. And us, I think there's like five of us girls and we all went and we're like trying on really cool shit. And one of the girls that I went with, she got this like um, super fucking badass red latex, like um, bra with matching shorts and like, not shorts it was like a thong and there was just so much fucking cool shit and I ended up getting this and it was so it wasn't I mean it was expensive lingerie per usual but I think a lingerie is oh my god I don't know if there's one thing that I'm gonna do I don't know why but I will go the extra mile to buy some nice lingerie or some like really sexy or like crazy lingerie I've since the age of 18 I have like started a collection and something about it, I think it just like really makes me embrace the darker feminine side of myself. But there's also lingerie that make me feel like more like soft or elegant or like different types of sex or sexual interactions that I want to have. But um, anyway, so I ended up getting this like black and because I don't own that much red lingerie. I own a lot of black. So I got this black and red um like strappy mesh set and anyways so much fun we were all trying shit on we got these like sexy pieces of lingerie to wear to the club and basically like you know we got to this club and we were standing in line and we were there for probably like standing in line for probably two hours and probably the like at least like 20 people ahead of us did not get in they were all men of course but none of them got in and basically and it was so fucking cold this was like a summer night and it was like 60 degrees there because Berlin's like kind of up north. It was so fucking cold, but we wore clothes there. And then when we got to the front, we basically showed the bouncer, like we pulled down our clothes and like showed that we were going to wear lingerie in or be naked in. And basically you can say, Hey, we're going to go naked in and, or, you know, this is what I'm wearing and you can't wear white shoes at all. You can't wear white at all. And like some of the kinks are like leather night or latex night or things like that. So we get to the front, I get up front and then I like fucking take my shirt off and I'm like, I'm just going to wear this. And then we get in and it's so fucking cool. Every, there's like some people that are just butt ass naked there. And I'm having the fucking time of my life and you you guys are probably thinking like what is a sex club like is everybody just like having sex or like fucking on the floor is everybody naked is everybody not naked I don't know how to explain this but when I was in this sex club I thought that I was gonna feel super awkward or super weird or 
I don't, I don't know. I'm a very open-minded person, but I thought that maybe I would feel like a little out of place or something. But oddly enough, it felt so safe because everybody was like basically naked or naked. And I didn't feel weird. I didn't feel like it was almost like, you know, like I almost felt more scared going into regular clubs where men are staring at you like hawks than I did this club. Like it was almost like I felt like a kid again. Like, you know how you're a kid and if you're running around naked, nobody really thinks anything of it. They're just like, yeah, you're naked. Like nobody's sexualizing you. That's kind of how it felt. And I oddly felt so safe and I felt like everybody there was just like very respectful. And since this was a sex club, everybody was like just way more cautious and way more respectful respectful but everybody was just looking to have fun have a good time like nobody was going to I don't know do anything bad but uh yeah I guess there's so really quick that like I guess there's nights there that literally like you can have a kink for like shitting on someone and you can and you guys are probably wondering like what is it like inside of like a sex club and at least there the one that I went to it was called Kit Kat. It was like a normal club almost. Um, there was like so many different rooms, and basically there were like three different DJs in three different spots, and it was basically like a regular club, but everybody's like naked or half naked, and like they're playing techno music. And I saw everybody from every race, from every age. I saw like. It was so interesting. A 70-year-old man there with his fucking dick out. I saw there was a man behind us in line that was like in his 50s and he was like, I come here several times a week. And it, it was just so fucking interesting. And there was like poles that people were dancing on. People will ask you like, can I slap your ass? Just different shit like that. And one of the girls that I was with, oh my God, it was just so fun because we were just like looking so sexy. And I have some of the sexiest pictures from that night. Um... But one of the girls that I was with, we're all kind of dancing. We're all kind of looking around. And yeah, there's people having sex. But it's kind of just like a normal club where people are dancing and vibing out to the music. And like I would look up in the corner or on a balcony. And there's like people really fucking going to pound town on it. But we're dancing. And one of the girls that I'm with, a couple starts coming up to where we're at dancing with us. And they basically asked her if she wanted to have a threesome are like do stuff and she was like no and we only got to spend a few hours there because by the time we got in it was like 2 a.m and like some of the girls had their flights or their trains leave at eight o'clock in the morning so we left at like 5 a.m or 6 a.m or something like that I can't quite remember but I could have spent I'm not even kidding you I probably could have spent like 10 hours in this place and there was another room that has a pool in it, like an indoor pool, and then like a sauna. And there was a guy that, there was a swing over the pool. And this guy's like wrapping himself around the chains of like the ropes of the swing, upside down, asshole spreading. People are just talking, have a damn good old time. And you know, I was kind of like, I don't know about sitting on some of these sofas. There's probably cum, you know, you don't know. But at the same time, it's not that fucking gross. I don't know how to explain it. Also, when you go in, they take your phone. Nobody's allowed to have a phone. So you're not being recorded. You don't have anything to worry about. And honestly, I want, I'm like, I definitely want to go back to Berlin and I would definitely spend like hours and hours in this place. And I would want to go, I think I would want to go 
on a night that they're doing like a certain kink, not like shit night or piss night, but maybe like, I don't know, like a foot fetish night or whatever, because like a bitch, I'll I'll get a fucking foot massage, bitch. I don't have any fucking problem with strangers giving me a fucking foot massage. Go fucking at it. And while you're at it, let's, let's do a little shoulder and back massage because I constantly have fucking knots. And while you're at it, why don't you do my calves too? Because I am constantly have, you want to know something? I don't, I was thinking about going to the doctor about this. I get fucking foot and calf cramps every single night. Every single, without a doubt, I get like six a night, like right before I go to bed in the middle of the night. I had to still sit still, lay still as a fucking needle because one slight movement and my foot is twisting. It's like my toes are all separating. It's fucking horrendous. But yeah, I don't know. I definitely want to go back. I think I would want to go back with a partner or at least a few people or go with like, yeah, I definitely would want to go back with either a few women that want to like make out and do stuff or a partner that I'm talking to or something like that. Also, while I was there, I met somebody so fucking cool. We were like me and some of the girls as we were like sitting um, and chatting, we were like, <laughs> we were sitting by the pool, like, what is the kinkiest and freakiest thing you've ever done? And I'm like, we're sitting here sharing and like some of the, um, there's a few women beside us and one of them is listening in and we're all talking about like crazy stories or whatever. And she's, she like had shared something that she was doing or she, she had shared like something about like a relationship about this guy that she was like seeing at the time, like asking like, what would you do about this? Um, and we got each other's social medias and now like she's super fucking cool and we've been like message each other occasionally. But anyways, um, coolest fucking people open. This is like, that's my vibe. Like open-minded people, even if you don't fucking do freaky shit or whatever, just like, I feel like people that are willing to go to places like that have to be extremely open-minded, you know? And that's my fucking kind of people. I don't need... This goes back to authenticity. Something this week, I was so deeply triggered and there's a lot of planets and and I know you guys are going to be like, shut the fuck up. Even if you don't believe in this, it's still regardless. There's like a lot of planets retrograde right now and there's a lot of things that could trigger you. Different things that you just need to take notice of and be like, okay, this is highly triggering me. Where's this wound at that is making me feel such an emotional reaction to this? Um... Something uh, happened this week and I had such an emotional reaction. I just had so much rage through my soul because I had just talked about last week about like being more vulnerable, being more authentic. Anyway, so there was something that was very triggering to me about, you know, my who I am, what I'm going to do with myself, what I'm going to do with my future. And, you know, you know, for me, I said it last week. I'm going to say it again because I just want to fucking stamp this into everybody's brain. You being yourself, you being your authentic self is going to attract the experiences, the people, the jobs that are meant for you. And for somebody like me, I'm extremely outrageous. I'm very vulgar. I'm very bold. I'm very out there. I talk a lot of crazy shit that most people wouldn't say and that's totally okay. Or most people wouldn't do or most people wouldn't post. But I'm again, this is just me, but it applies to everybody and I'm very expressive and it goes to, you know, how you show up every day when you talk to people, how you show up on the internet, how you show up in your relationships at the end of the day. You have got to show up as yourself and being that person that you see down the line five years from now. And if you're like, oh, I'm too scared to be myself because of judgment or because of these things, 
but we're not going to be able to create the lives that we want to have and the, and the jobs that we want to have and the relationships that we want to have if we're hiding parts of ourselves, if we're suppressing parts of our personality, if we are scared to just be ourselves or share our opinions. You know, it goes back to being our authentic selves. Do you feel safe enough to share your own opinion? Do you feel safe enough to show your personality? And we need to get comfortable showing those things so that we can create the lives that we want. And some people are like, Aja, you know, for me at least, people are like, aren't you scared that you know, you're never going to find a, a partner if you're acting or behaving in this way. Aren't you scared that you're never going to get a job if you're acting or behaving this way? Aren't you scared? No, I'm not fucking scared because me being myself and you guys being yourselves are only going to attract people, places, things, jobs, opportunities that are going to resonate and be for you. You know, me being the craziest fucking version of myself that makes me feel like me is only going to attract people that celebrate and want me to be me and love me for being me. And that's all I want. That's all everybody should ever want in life. And that's what I'm going to do. It's what you guys should do. And it's very, like, it can be very hurtful when other people are like, hey, you know, why are you, this is different from what you're usually like. And again, it's a process of growth and change when you're like, yeah, you know, that's not really who I am. I'm changing. I'm growing. And this is who I am. This is how I want to show up. And by me, by you guys, by me and by you guys showing up the way that you want to actually show up in your life is going to create the dream life that you fucking want. It just is. There's no doubt about it. And you also, I want to say this, you being your authentic self, it's going to make people uncomfortable. It's going to have people questioning why you feel so confident and secure in yourself to show up as yourself and do things that are different from the rest. Because you going against the grain, or you being an individual, or you being a little bit different, it can scare people. They're like, why are they so comfortable and confident being x y and z why are they so comfortable in their own skin because most people aren't comfortable in their own skin and as we learn to be more comfortable in our own skin it's going to make people that you know in our lives it might make them uncomfortable and as you grow and be the person that you really want to be there's going to be relationships and peoples and places and things that you're going to have to let go in order to be the person you want to be and that's just part of it but I just want to preach that and stamp that in because it's, I feel like it's so important. And as like, we can't, we're always evolutionary changing human beings. It's just something we need to remind ourselves like, Hey, what, what is my intention of doing that? And with anything that we're doing, I've been really trying to be intentional with what I'm doing. Sometimes I'm not intentional. I'm just like, Hey, I wanted to fart into a microphone and post it on the internet because I thought it was funny. But the intention behind it is, Hey, I wanted to post it because I thought it was funny. And I know, you know, at least three of my friends are going to find this funny. 17 people might find it disgusting, but I think it's funny and whatever. I know that's just a stupid example, but I don't know. Like also just a lot of the things It's like, what is our intention behind doing something? You know, why do we do what we do? Why do we drink coffee in the morning? Why do we wear a certain outfit? What is that? What is our intentions between behind saying things behind doing things? Because sometimes we just can do a lot of things and we can go through the motions and not really think about why we're doing stuff. And I think that's another reason, you know, why having new friends or having friends that hold you accountable or a therapist 
Um, because they can see things that you don't see about yourself that you just are, you so regularly, regularly do on routine that, that those other people are important or like constantly, if not like journaling or thinking about what, oh, I do this all the time or my actions are doing, or I'm doing this or I'm doing this in relationships over and over and over again. Something for me, it was like, you know, uh, recently, okay, vulnerability moment here for this week is... I've said I'm not going to tolerate be certain behaviors from relationships in my life, whether that's friendships, whether that's family, and whether that's romantic relationships, all relationships in my life. I'm like, I'm not going to tolerate this. It makes me feel like shit. It's not respectful. It's not what the type of relationships I want to have in my life, whatever the reason is. And being able to set those boundaries, you know what's really fucking hard? You guys want to know what's really fucking hard? Is having self-love and respect because you're like, damn, I set this boundary for myself and now I really fucking have to stick to it. And I really liked this person or I really liked this friend, but damn, they did this thing. And now, you know, I got to let them go because I don't fuck with that shit. Um, and you know, (laughs) having self-love and self-respect can be fucking, it can fucking swing on the fucking pendulum. Let me just say that. I'm like, damn, too bad I love myself because I was really liking this person, but now they fucked me over and made me feel like shit and I don't fuck with that. So now I got to let him go. Ugh, that's the worst, huh? Damn, but we're here to attract the people we want in our lives. This is the vulnerability part. Standing up for yourself and being like, damn. I'm not going to put up with this shit and I'm done. Peace out. Bye, bitch. Um, Because that can be hard. Anyways, um, I want to share something. So I have a film camera and I always fucking forget to take pictures on it. And like, I I will remember at the most random times, which I guess is kind of cool in a way that I'm like, ooh, take a picture now. And there's only certain times versus like some of the coolest shit. I don't get it on my film camera, which is fine. It's fucking whatever. But anyways, when I first got this fucking film camera... I took naughty pictures on my film camera, inappropriate pictures on my film camera, and I had a bunch of different roles. And I don't remember which role that I took these inappropriate pictures on. And now I can't go get those pictures developed because I don't need the random people at the camera store seeing my pussy. My hair, oh, and not only that, I took them in like this, the raunchiest fucking lingerie that I fucking own with like my asshole and vagina just wide open. There's like nothing on them. I don't even, like, I, you can't even say it's lingerie at that point. Like, I don't even, like a fucking, anyways. Um, yeah, and a fucking hairy pussy at that, which I guess that doesn't make a fucking difference, but to me it does. Like, I don't know. I, I don't care. Like, honestly, like, I love my vagina hair on it or not. But if I'm taking naughty pictures, I think that I like it hairless. There's probably some weird psychological shit behind that that's probably fucked up, but whatever. Um, Probably like a societal stand. Well, it definitely is because women only, whatever, women, whatever. The point is, is now I have all these pictures and I think my 21st birthday pictures are on a whole roll of film along with the pictures of my hairy pussy but I don't know and there's three rolls of film that I feel like now I can't get developed because I don't remember which one was which 
and which ones they're on. And I can't come to terms with myself to go to the fucking camera store and be like, oh, um, can a woman develop these? Because ah, I'm sorry. Like, and, the, and, and I, that's, and who wants to see that? I feel terrible now because I was just horny and wanting to take fucking sexy pictures on it. And now, you know, there's somebody at the camera store being like, oh, wow. Now I have to look at this person's pussy and I didn't sign up for this. And this is horrible. And this is horrific because if I were working at a camera shop developing photos and then all of a sudden I see a dick or pussy I would feel violated and that's not fair to them is it no it's not it's not so now I have to live with the sad 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 part of me that's like man I have probably some really cool pictures of my friends and places and things and maybe my 21st birthday all in this film and I can't come to terms with going to get it developed because my stupid ass decided I was horny and gonna take pictures of my fucking tits and bare raw puss that shit is so disgusting and embarrassing. Oh my God. Makes me want to die. Also, I wrote this down. What is a weird thing that your family has instilled in you? I was trying to think of this as like, you know, our family and like the environment or things that we grow up in, it does have an impact on us. And what are some of the things that my family has instilled in me that are weird as like just weird as hell? And one of them is, is I don't care. My nanny has always said, shampoo and conditioners at hotel they're the best you can get she has instilled in my brain I could be at a motel five on the side of the freaking interstate and she has me convinced that the shampoo and conditioner at these hotels are like the best of the best best you can fucking get and I will be stealing them every time I go to the hotel and I'm like well these are the best because my nanny said so and I take them with me everywhere now. And also, I don't know if I've said this before, is does anybody's family eat on styrofoam plates? My grandparents, I'm surprised they have, they're, they're like in their 70s. I'm surprised they haven't died of cancer this far. They will eat their food on styrofoam plates. And then not only that, is they will microwave their food on these styrofoam plates where the styrofoam like melts because of the food like the styrofoam will melt onto like the fucking food you know what i'm saying like if you've ever put a styrofoam plate into the microwave with food you know what i'm talking about and they freaking do it and every time i go over there i'm like no i'm not doing that give me a normal plate a normal plate what is wrong with you people disgusting stop doing it weird stuff like it's not even weird but it's, it's just like what the hell are we doing here and it's also like you have partners and you're introducing them to your family and you're you gotta kind of be like you gotta give them the warning signs you're like you know my family watches fox news they eat off a styrofoam plate you know you when you have to give a new partner well it takes a lot for me to even fucking take anybody to my family again like it's again that's another thing we are serious serious i'm actually serious about you if you meet my family because that does not happen you are not meeting them. That's just not going to happen. Um, but by the time that you do, you're comfortable enough with this person to be like, you know, here's the 411. And you have to give them all the little tips of like, they're going to do this. They're going to say this. It's going to be uncomfortable. I'm sorry. And you know, the person loves you or likes you enough to be like, oh my God, I'm so fucking sorry. I'm going to kill. You know what? If there's one thing I could do, I wish that at the, I sit by this window at my apartment. I wish that I had a grenade 
every time somebody on a bike or a truck goes by that are just like rubbing their engines, I wish I had a grenade to just fucking chuck at their head every single time. I don't care. Explode. Die. No, we don't need, I don't need my peace consistently disrupted by your stupid fucking motorcycle and your stupid fucking truck. Anyways, that's it for this week. Leave a five-star review. Follow the Instagram if you feel so needed to do so. And have a great week. Love you. Bye.